from the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School. This is Career Talk on Business Radio. Here is your host, Dr. Don Graham. Welcome to Career Talk, your career insider. We are here on Business Radio, and we are powered by the Wharton School on Sirius XM, Channel 111. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham. I'm the career director for the Wharton MBA program for executives right here in Philadelphia. I'm also a licensed psychologist and former corporate recruiter, and we are here with Danielle standing in for Dion, which means you're going to get the pre-break quiz question first. You know, Danielle. I'm ready for it. <laughs> okay, good. Um, and, of course, Michelle, ready to take your phone calls right now, 844-WHARTON, 844 7866. So on today's career talk, if you are a transitioning military member, a loved one or a friend of a transitioning military member, or someone to look for, or someone looking to hire from this very, very highly skilled pool, you're on the right channel. On today's show, we're going to be sharing tips, resources, and advice on how to make this a smooth process. So stay tuned. And if you've got a comment, question, or tip, we'd love to hear from you at 844-942-7866. And to help us with today's topic, we welcome Mike Ferraro, who is the founder and chief door opener of the nonprofit 501c3 organization, Bridging the Gap, which strives to open career doors to military community to veteran-friendly employers. So after serving nearly 32 years in the United States Air Force, Mike is helping the military community to reach corporate America and career opportunities by partnering with businesses and serving as a strategic advisor to corporate leaders. Welcome, Mike. Well, thank you for having me today. Yeah, we're excited. We're excited. You're at, so you're in New York City at Fleet Week right now, right? I am. I'm actually. Uh, uh, we have. I'm looking out my window and I see a bunch of people in uniforms, and it's fantastic to see that today. Well, that's awesome, and and it's a beautiful day here on the East Coast. So, so perfect day for this. Well, first of all, first off, Mike, thank you for your service, and I love the chief door opener title. Can you tell us how you came up with that? Sure. So, well, uh, you know, uh, I it was an honor to serve for nearly 32 years both the active duty Air Force and Reserve as well. And uh, how I came up with that was, you know, being in the military and retiring as a, a command chief master sergeant, uh, what they call an E-9 in the military at that rank, I uh, met a lot of people. And part of my job was taking care of airmen, but also um, making sure that their professional development and their, and basically their their overall career was in good hands. And... Um, and I dealt with a lot of different organizations in the military and opening up doors for airmen. Well, then when I got out of the military and opened up this nonprofit, I said, you know, uh, I don't want to be a CEO. I don't want to be a president, but I would love to be a chief door opener to help our military find a career opportunity, a rewarding one. And that's including spouses as well and family members. And, um, and so I came up with the title chief door opener, and it's taken off. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Career Talk on Sirius XM Channel 111. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham. We're taking your calls right now, 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. If it's Thursday noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, we want to hear from you. In today's topic, we are talking all about transitioning military members. So if you are in the military and are transitioning, or maybe you're a loved one or somebody who wants to hire from this amazing population, give us a call right now, 844-942-7866. 7866 and we're here with Mike Ferraro who is the founder and chief door opener of the nonprofit Bridging the Gap and let's talk a little bit Mike about Bridging the Gap and the type of service that it provides. Well, Bridging the Gap as you mentioned nonprofit been around for a few years. We've uh, currently helped over 1100 people in finding a career opportunity or or helping them in in their career program uh, as they leave the military or been out of the military. So the active duty, the guard, the reserve, military spouses, retirees, and those veterans who have been served in our military and who are looking for a career opportunity, not a handout but a hand up, uh, we help. And also that goes to student veterans and military dependents. So we don't disenfranchise anybody. And what we do at and bridging the gap for veterans is very simple. We teach a career transition course, which allows for a lot of the military to really understand very innovative, unique 
tactics on how to find a career because we're never trained on how to find a career. We kind of just fall into that. And then we speed interview with about 15 companies that are hiring. And that five to seven minutes with those companies and that, that veteran, it's amazing to watch. It's like a speed dating or volleyball game. And people leave there typically with five, six, you know, seven, sometimes uh, second interviews and the following week getting hired. And so our, our data, our metrics are such that nearly 450 people since, the, since we opened our doors in this model has uh, received a job offer. And you are based in the tri-state New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania area, but you're looking to expand. Is that right, Mike? That's correct. We're, right now, we're picking out cities from partners in San Diego, San Antonio, and Tampa, because those are some large military installations that are there. But we won't, um, we can we can help people across the country now, uh, that one-on-one relationship, because what we do is, if someone's in, let's just say, Colorado or Denver, we would work with that person, help them through the process remotely, and then create a, uh, a list of companies that are in that area that potentially can help them, and then be that chief door opener so that person can get an interview and get an opportunity to uh, get a career started. So if people are listening and they want to learn more about your program and, and how to get more involved, where can they find that information, Mike? So they can go to our website at bridgingthegap.vet. That's Victor Echo Tango, or V-E-T, bridgingthegap.vet, and we can explain more there. They can upload their resume. We can take a look at that for free. We write resumes for free. There's no cost whatsoever to any of the military. We only work with military in the sense of that community. Uh, we're not normally working with you know civilians, but we'll work with civilians you know if, if there's a need, but uh, we focus on the military. And that's very important because, as we'll talk about today and as, as I'm sure you see every day, there's there's some specific transition career needs that, that coming out of the military and going into a corporate or, or civilian job it, that are important for people to learn that are probably not taught in, in general career programs. Um, so I want to ask you, Mike uh, – you know, you talk about the the speed interviewing and a lot of these these aspects of of really getting vets connected to um, these jobs. But are aren't there established programs when people are moving out of the military that that the um, government provides? And are these are these just not adequate? Or you know, why the additional need? So there is a, a, a law, a federal law, that all military, active duty, guard, reserve, goes through a trans- transition assistance program. And uh, it's called TAP, and it's been around for years. And it's a week-long course, five days, and it's mandatory. So, so roughly about a year out or so, they start to engage their program manager for that location, for that base, and get scheduled for the class. But that's, that class teaches a variety of things. And it's a fire hose of information from their burial rights, life insurance, to buying a home, careers. There's a variety of things that is is briefed during that time frame. And so you can imagine for five days hearing all this stuff. So what we do is separate from that is offer a five-hour program from roughly 8.30 to about 1 o'clock and and two and a half hours of career tactics, as I mentioned. And so we supplement what the TAP program is doing. But the, the good news about what we're doing is we bring companies in the class with us. So whereas a TAP program is no companies whatsoever, with our program, being a nonprofit, we uh, work on donations. So we bring these companies in, like your Prudentials, your Accentures, your Bristol Myers, your, your, your Coca-Colas. And we bring these companies in, and they speed interview. But they're in the class with us the whole time, so they're answering questions that come up from candidates. For instance... How come I don't get anything back from a recruiter when, when I submit my application online? You know, why is that? Where is this black hole? Well, all that's explained by HR professionals from those corporations in the class. So the value is tremendous because they get a chance to go behind the curtain and see what goes on in the HR community. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're just tuning in. You're listening to Career Talk Series XM Channel 111, powered by the Wharton School. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham, and we are here today with Mike Ferraro, who is the chief door opener and uh, retired U.S. Air Force and founder of Bridging the Gap, which is a company that helps transitioning military to land jobs through a variety of programs. And you can find more about that company, bridgingthegap.vet. 
online. Um, so I have a, you know, one of the reasons we do this show, Mike, is because I think it's it's really important. Obviously, there there's a um, a high number of transitioning vets, and and we want to certainly educate the people who are in that population on how to find new work opportunities. But we also want to educate employers on you know how they can do a better job at hiring. So I'm wondering, you know, you work with employers doing speed networking and and those things. I'm wondering if there are certain companies or employers that you know for veterans who are looking that tend to be more military friendly. There are, and there's actually a growing number. And more and more employers that are out there today, whether small business or large, are wanting to have those kinds of candidates that come from the military that have that background because of the core values that we bring to the table, number one, the technical training that we go through, the the ability to adapt to that kind of learning environment, and also our attitude, mission first and, and people-centered, and and our leadership and the, the leadership that we go through. So a lot of the employers value that, and, and they want to see that and, and meet those kinds of candidates, of course. And uh, what I find also is employers love the fact that um, when when a, they interview candidates, uh, they see that the person may not have the exact abilities that they were looking for, but they have the attitude and the right mindset, and they're willing to learn, and they want to be successful. And they love that passion, that optimistic view because a lot of employers sometimes have employees don't have that, and and they get that from the military because we're kind of you know very uh, mission focused as I mentioned. So some of the employers that I've I've found in my research just to kind of name names: um, Procter and Gamble, Home Depot, General Electric. Um, you know, these are some. You know, we had a show a few months ago, a company called LiveOps.com, which which does a lot of hiring um, for the military as well as military families because they tend to be moving around the country a lot, and this is a virtual opportunity. Are there other companies that you know people should be looking at or, or going to um, to find these these opportunities, Mike? Oh, absolutely. I'll give you an example. Like for instance, Prudential. Just to spotlight them a little bit fantastic company they offer a variety of positions it's not just selling insurance you know but you know everyone thinks of financial and, and owning a piece of the rock of, of insurance well they have a tremendous hiring program and been recognized by the secretary of defense as a as a recipient or a, actually a finalist for higher awards for from the dod for being such an outstanding employer there's companies like bristol myers in that space in pharmaceuticals who just uh, have a, a incredible program again these are nationwide companies some international and then you have like companies like johnson and johnson you know these are all companies that are here in new jersey that just have fantastic hiring programs and and also onboarding programs Mm -hmm. to to reach out for recruiting yeah and 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 they're uh, like you mentioned they're global everywhere i mean the head of johnson johnson's not only a an executive mba wharton grad from here he's also a veteran. So that's right. West so, Point graduate. Yep, right. exactly. So looking for those those companies that welcome and embrace this culture and recognize how to place transitioning veterans because I mean one of the things that I've noticed with the veterans that I've worked with who are in transition is their skill set is incredible. They've done things that are are so advanced and so complicated and, and technical. Um, the challenge becomes that they don't know how to necessarily translate that to speak to a recruiter or the recruiter doesn't know how to um, take that and place it. So I want to talk about that as well. But first, I want to give out the phone number 844-Wharton-844-942-7866. You're listening to Career Talk. And we're talking about military to civilian transitions in the workforce. And um, I'd love to invite any listening military or employers who have some tips or suggestions or websites for this amazing population to weigh in. And, and while we're at it, thank you for your service. I have a couple of fun facts, Mike, because if you listen to the show, you know I can't get through it without at least a few things. Um, and you probably know some of these. So uh, before the Air Force became its own branch of the military, it was part of the Army. So didn't know that. Um, Corps, yep. Yeah, see, I knew you would. Um this is interesting to me. I, this is actually blows my mind. Um, the Coast Guard seizes 169 pounds of marijuana and 306 pounds of cocaine worth almost $10 billion every day. 
every day. Well, the, well, and where does it go? Where where is this all this? Uh, that's aside the point. But the Coast Guard is actually smaller than the New York City Police Department. So I mean, wow, they are out there working pretty hard. <laughs> Incredible uh, drug and addiction, yeah, drug and addiction, and law enforcement side because they they are a pseudo Department of Homeland Security and also with the Department of Defense. So they have two different roles at that point. Yeah, and the Department of Defense employs 1.8 million people on active duty. It's the largest employer with more than Exxon, Mobil, Ford, General Motors, and GE combined. I mean, these are pretty amazing things, and I love doing this show because I do a lot of research and I learn so much. And I think the the other important reason for doing this show is for all of us civilians um, to learn about this because this is some, some pretty incredible information. And I think with only about 1% of the population serving in active duty or reserves in the U.S. right now, I mean, I think we all have a lot to learn. So, um, again, Mike, appreciate your service and appreciate you being on. On career talk today to share some of this and if you're just tuning in we're talking all about military to civilian transition so if you are in that pool or you are a spouse or loved one of the military or an employer who wants to learn more or share a tip we'd love to hear from you on career talk 844 wharton 844 so so let's go back to talking about this um this transition and how to present yourself to employers in a way that they can take your military experience and recognize how it fits into the job market. Mike, because you at Bridging the Gap do a, a program that's called the, the Top Gun Transition Program, and you have this acronym IGNITE that you use. So it's not just about getting in front of employers, but before you even do that, you have to kind of do some preparation. So so tell us what IGNITE stands for. Sure. IGNITE is, is an acronym that we came up with to kind of give a holistic program to the military community to really, you know, understand exactly what the career transition is all about. So it starts with identifying your natural skills and abilities. That's a a career assessment or a personality assessment as to what you really want to do and who you are. And so you serve your country and honorably and you're looking for a career, but sometimes people come out of the military many times, they don't know what to do. They're not sure what they want to be. And they don't know how that, what their skills that they do in the military can relate sometimes over to other career areas. So, so career assessments, so we start with that, and we offer a variety of career assessments that are available for free so that people can go and take them online and then be able to understand, you know, who they are a little bit. Many times it validates who they are. Some people get that eye-opening, you know, who, all of a sudden they, oh, I didn't realize I was that, I had that ability. But most people, it validates, and it gives, gives them the confidence to say, okay, I can do that kind of career. And when then you do that, say, can I can I just jump yeah. in? When you do that, I mean, are you talking to them about how to take their, um, you know, their responsibilities, duties, achievements, and translate them into, say, civilian speak? Oh yeah, absolutely. We absolutely do. But that comes more towards on the on the resume side when we do that. So that crossover. So we have a way to do that as well. Then the next uh, the G in ignite is get focused and get a mentor. And so there's several different companies that are available. One like American Corporate Partners. By the way, this is all free. Another one is Veterati, an online one as well. Yeah, Brett, you Veterati, meet- I want to I want to point that out because that that yeah. is one of the ones I, that comes up constantly. And I think so it's Veterati.com and it offers free mentorship phone calls with successful professionals around the world. And I, I think it's not only to the the one point, you know, one million transitioning vets, but it's also military spouses and, you know, people who are unemployed or un- underemployed. And again, totally free. Veterati.com. And so yep, please exactly. give me a few more, Mike, <laughs> while we're at it. So so, so, uh, so those are two that we talked to. We partnered with those both of those companies and we were able to get these military candidates to them. And, and they can go to their website directly and register, but we have access to them directly. And it's amazing the, the the brand names that are associated with that. By the way, who are ment, uh, mentors, and they do a great job of doing that. Then we go into networking, networking using social media, and mostly LinkedIn. And and LinkedIn is a phenomenal tool, as we all know. You can reach a lot of people, and we show them how to make a profile that would stand out uh, before employers and hiring managers and HR professionals. And we actually got them through that whole thing. We can't write them because that's something that they have to write out. But we're there to review it, give them tips, and, and showcase you know what, what would be good examples for that. And LinkedIn then, has a great 
um, program for uh, veterans because as part of their uh, as part of their commitment to help veterans, that LinkedIn offers a free one year premium career subscription, which you know can cost several hundred dollars a year. So I mean, I think this is something that that veterans need to know is that these resources they're out there and um, there's a lot of discounts or even free services and LinkedIn obviously critical to any job search whether you're military or civilian um, they can get this resource and I know I know we're only halfway through Ignite but um, I want to I want to go to the phones Mike so I'm going to interrupt you for just a moment and if you're just tuning in you're listening to Career Talk we're talking about military to civilian transitions and the job search and if it's Thursday noon Eastern time 9 a.m. Pacific we're taking your calls all hour long right now, 844-942-7866. And we're going to go to Jerry in California. Welcome to the show, Jerry. What's on your mind? Hi. Thank you very much, and good morning to both of you. Hello. Hello. I just wanted to – hello. I just wanted to – can you hear me? Yes, we can, Jerry. Sorry about that. I just wanted to share uh, – I did 22 years in the Navy and stayed away from industry about seven years, then I went back in and – I did nine years as a manager and a system engineering manager in the defense industry. I won't name the company. But what I wanted to say, a couple, two points was, maybe three, it's a shared uh, environment, meaning the employers and the employees to transition to military, they both need to understand each other. And there's many, many industries that don't understand the skill sets or soft skill sets, leadership that uh, military people bring to the table. And on the other token, that to kind of even further break that up, are the people that are the transitioning military getting out of the service? Are they degreed, non-degreed? What are they qualified for? And that's there's as your your guest was saying, as United, there's a lot of organizations that help help out the military coming out, and and I use that. But you've got to understand both sides, and then having been on on getting out side and then being on the incoming side, I'm just amazed, even with all the transition groups, how many military services still to this day have no clue what they need to do when they get out of the service. How do they go about it? And the last point I want to make is, it, to me, it all starts with networking. It starts with day one of boot camp, to day 20 or day 30 or day eight or years of uh, their career to use resources of people, start with people they've met, serve within the service. Because 90% of the jobs in the world seem to go to who you know and not what you know. It's That's very true. So, um, Jerry, I'm curious. You said that um, you're, you're surprised at how many people don't understand some of these basic things. What do you think's missing? What, why do you think that is such a problem? Um, gosh, I, I, I have been in many recruiting fairs. In fact, I've taken the last year off trying to figure out how do I join the company, how do I create and help make military people understand this and even create my own business. Uh, and I'm not here to pitch anything, by the way. But it's it's getting lost in translation because the military has great has transition programs, five-day programs, and yet people are coming through that still not understanding it. And I, I think you got to get to the service members earlier, and it's got to be – Preach down at a general military training starting at, I don't know what the two year, because they start out at six months to a year of saying, hey, you got to start looking. But really, military people need to start looking a couple years out. And I'm talking, those are more, that, that comment's more designed for career where you're getting out at, at 20 and, and 20 to 30. It's the other folks that are really falling through the crack too that are getting out at four years, six years, eight years, 12 years that aren't really planning because. All of a sudden, those decisions are generally made within six months to a year of getting out. Mm-hmm. There's no, I don't know that there's one set answer, uh, and and I'm, that's the perfect question. And anybody that has that answer, they're going to make a, they're going to help a lot of people. Yeah, I so, apologize, I don't have that. No, no worries. Um, so what I'm, I understand, Jerry, is that yeah. So you have to start sooner. I know in the military, the the job search process is very different than in civilian life. So, you know, there's there, I'm guessing there's an expectation that it's going to be a similar process once you exit. And as, uh, as we were talking about with Mike earlier, this five day drink from the fire hose, here's everything about your life that's going to change from your, your insurance to your healthcare, to your 
everything career i mean that's that's a lot and even even in you know with civilians to to do a 5 day workshop is is less helpful than maybe spreading it out over several weeks so i mean i think you've identified a lot of different things that that maybe need to shift and it's one of the reasons we do this show is because we want to educate people and we we're hoping that people who are listening her maybe still in the military and thinking about um, moving on and, and, and getting out of the military are going to say, hey, I need to start early. I need to start networking. I need to start getting on these websites. I mean, there's no reason you can't get on these websites today and really start to think about it now. So, Jerry, you bring up some fantastic points. Thank you so much for your service, and thank you for giving us a call on Career Talk. This is important information, and we want to get it out there. You're listening to Sirius XM Channel 111, Career Talk. I'm Dr. Don Graham. We're here with Mike Ferraro, who is the chief door opener and founder of Bridging the Gap, a company that helps transitioning veterans and their families. And we're taking your calls all hour long right now, 844-WARDEN, 844-942. 7866, you've got a question, comment, tip. We'd love to hear from you. And we're going to go to David in Georgia. Welcome to the show, David. Hey, how you guys doing? Great. What's on your mind today? Doing great. Definitely awesome. Um, I appreciate the, um, the opportunity and also uh, you, Jared, for uh, going and talking. Um, for me, myself, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, definitely uh, junior enlisted. Been in for about four years now. And as far as being that you know, chief door um, uh, opener, if you will. I, I feel like I'm doing that on myself on my own, uh, you know, getting into entrepreneurship, but definitely going into uh, employment and then also trying to uh, utilize employment in order to that stage. So from going online and uh, going to all of these different military initiative uh, websites and going to these job fairs and everything else, it hasn't been much of a uh, stick, if you will. I give out my resume to everyone. You know, uh, I'm a talk. I'm a lively guy, as you can tell. And uh, it just hasn't been really a stick, you know, from individuals, uh, from places that I've gone to, uh, T-Mobile, Comcast, places that had that direct say of that direct person say, hey, I'm the military career advisor or the transitional person at that place there. It just hasn't been much of a, um, you know, communicative end to individuals that I bring on to, uh, you know, bring to these places where I go to the job fairs and everything else. So uh, just any type of resource that you may have, Jerry, or any type of advice in that end, because, uh, you know, the individuals I'm speaking about, these are, you know, staff sergeants and uh, uh, senior, uh, senior airmen, if you will, that is just looking for the job in a, in a reserve type of space. So, David, are you when you say that things aren't sticking, are, are you saying for yourself or for others? Uh, I would say generally for uh, the most part, uh, all of us, actually. Okay, so you're doing all of these things, you're going to these events, and it's not leading right. to anything. Yeah, not as much, no. Okay, got uh, it. Virtual career fairs, yeah. All right, Mike, what's your what's your thoughts for for David? So he's he's actually spot on, and, and um, it's a pleasure to meet you as well. Uh, what I what I see throughout my career is that, uh, especially starting this company, is you know some companies will go to these career fairs and they're, and they're there because they want to show the flag, they want to show their corporate colors. And they may or may not even have openings, and, but they're there right. because their boss told them to be there, and they'll take your resumes all day long, and they'll look you in the eye, and they'll say, go apply online now, and give me a call. Here's my business card. Then you never hear anything from them ever again. Right. I, I can't tell you a thousand stories like that. And, and that's why career fairs, uh, the mindset is I'm going to go to this career fair, and I'm going to find a, find a company that I want to work with, and then get, hopefully get an opportunity to get a job there. And what I see is that trend doesn't exist. Uh, I think it's good for networking. Uh, career fairs are excellent for networking, talking to some people that are in different career fairs uh, who are HR, maybe hiring managers. But I think the rubber, where the rubber meets the road, and what I see is the networking side is, is being able to use a, a tool like LinkedIn, as an example, to reach out to the military person in that company and establish a relationship with. Uh, what I, I do that a lot. I use LinkedIn to, to reach a company like Coca-Cola in Atlanta. I would reach out to them or UPS in Atlanta and look, look at, look at uh, uh, who's working there, like Chris Peck. Chris Peck is a uh, VP for HR for UPS out of Atlanta. He's in charge of all military hiring across the nation. And Air Force okay. uh, retired 20 years. He'll, he'll love to talk to you and, um, and give you an opportunity to come in for an interview. And what you, what you do is on LinkedIn is you'll be able to reach out to those people that are doing that. And then what happens is you'll be able to then establish a relationship and then 
hopefully at that point get a chance to say, you know, here's my resume, introduce yourself further, and get some trust where they want to talk to you. I find that that's the, the quickest way into a company versus going to a career fair. I have more success with that than I would actually going to a local career fair on the base as well. Yeah, and, and David, I think that's a that's a common um, challenge also for for civilians and even even you know some college campuses and things like that because there's so many people and it's it's such a transactional exchange that I think you've probably heard this statistic that 80% of jobs are found through networking and and I mean that holds true. So some of these resources we talked about before, like Veterati and getting in, in touch with somebody who's in the military, who's in the company, sorry, and has an understanding of the military, I think is going to feel like it's not as productive because you're not hitting, say, 10 companies at, at one career fair and maybe mm-hmm. one here, one there. But, you know, the hope is they'll lead you to the next person and to the next person, to the person who can actually put your resume in front of the hiring manager. So you skip all of the online, you know, career fair stuff and you kind of get right to that decision maker, which I think is okay. really important. But um, and, uh, you know, Mike, can can David use bridging the gap in in Georgia? Absolutely. I would love to work with you. I uh, will definitely open a lot of doors for you in that area because Atlanta is a hotbed of uh, great corporations. And uh, we can start with UPS as an example. Perfect. Well, awesome. can you give out your information one more time, Mike, just so that people listening have sure. it? Our website is bridgingthegap.vet. That's Victor Echo Tango, or V-E-T. And be more than happy to, uh, you could go online and, and, you know, drop an email to us, upload your resume, or you could send your resume directly to me at Mike, M-I-K-E, at bridgingthegap.vet, that Victor Echo Tango. And uh, we're more than happy to work with you one-on-one or have one of my team members, one of our coaches, be able to support you. Fantastic. Fantastic. I love it. Best of luck to you, David, and thank you so much for your service. We appreciate it. And we are talking all about military to civilian transitions here on Career Talk and how to do it, how to get connected, how to bridge that gap and land in a job that you love. 844-844-942-7866. We're here with Mike Ferraro, who is the founder of the nonprofit Bridging the Gap. And right now we need to go to our pre-break quiz. Quiz. There's a quiz? And Mike, you can't answer this because I think you'll know the answer. So, um, <laughs> so no answering. The Air Force's F-117 fighter uses aerodynamics that were developed based on this. I have a hint for you if you think you need it. It's an animal. 844-844-942-7866. You're listening to Career Talk on Sirius XM Channel 111. We'll be right back. You're listening to Career Talk on Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School. Here again is Dr. Don Brown. Welcome back to Career Talk, your career insider. We are on business radio powered by the Wharton School, Sirius XM, Channel 111. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham, and we are here with Mike Ferraro, who is the chief door opener and founder of the nonprofit organization Bridging the Gap, which strives to open career doors to military community, to veteran-friendly employers. And we're very excited if you are um, just tuning in. We'd love your questions, advice, tips for transitioning military and their family and if it's thursday noon eastern 9 a.m pacific we're taking our calls live right now 844-WHARTON 844-942-7866 and we're gonna jump right back to the phones with cameron in west virginia welcome to the show cameron hey thank you guys appreciate you guys uh taking the time chatting with us today and uh just had a quick question for y'all um i actually got out of the air force about five years ago now and um, basically went through school for the last several years. And back right when I was getting out, I was able on job applications to select basically the protected veteran choice uh, because it was within two years. But now that I've finished up school, I'm no longer able to do that. Uh, One of the things I was noticing was when you're able to make that selection, you get a lot more feedback on job applications. Is there a way to work around that, or is there maybe something similarly as productive um, once you're beyond that kind of two years, I think it is, 
um, especially if you've been going to school and stuff. Okay, really good question. So, yeah, and, and it's interesting because some of these programs are, are valid for a year after you've um, exited the military or two years. So what happens after that point in time? Mike, Mike, what are your thoughts on this? So, you know, uh, self-identification of uh, people who are applying for careers for different companies is becoming more and more prevalent. You're starting to see that more on the application process when, when you go to apply and upload your resume. They, you have those questions that they ask all the time now. And it seems to be a Department of Labor labor law almost where that's almost warranted. Uh, a lot of companies want to self-identify who is protected, who's not protected, who's Vietnam era, and who's disabled. Uh, some for diversity and inclusion. But um, as far as getting around that and then try to, to leverage um, that, that I guess, uh, that category, I'm not sure what is out there that would allow you to do that in a positive way. I think the only way to get around that is that you don't answer the question because it is voluntary. But um, <laughs> right. uh, there's really no other way that I could think of that would uh, would uh, would you know, get you away from that once you're in that, once you select it. So I'm not, I'm not privy to any kind of solution around that. Is that an option to just skip it? Yeah, you don't have to. It's a voluntary thing. So uh, it's like, you know, whether you're male, female, and so forth, it's, it's voluntary questions that you can answer. And uh, you can you don't have to answer them. You, you can say uh, uh, there's a, normally a selection that says uh, do not wish to answer. And is that is that something that would be a flag to employers, Mike, if you just – don't answer? No, no, not at all. Uh, because it is voluntary, they can't hold that against you. And so they don't know whether you're a veteran or not at that point. And so when you, you know, your application will go through just like everybody else's. But uh, sometimes companies will give an edge to veterans. As an example, uh, with the union, if you're a veteran and you self identify like that, you go to the top of the list. And, and so if there's 200 people applying, you'll be the first one called in for the interview. So I think moral of the story, and Cameron, this is um, this is a question that comes up too with you know general applications online, and I think I think Mike's been been talking about this quite a lot is is networking because a lot of times when you network into a company, you get to skip sort of the online gymnastics. You still might have to fill in some of this stuff on the way in, but you get to kind of get in front of the decision makers and make your case, and not have this necessarily be a deciding factor. So. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your service, Cameron. We really appreciate you giving us a call on Career Talk, 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. Hey, fun fact, at least for me, the oldest Coast Guard boat station is in Sandy Hook, New Jersey. That's a fun fact for me because I grew up in New Jersey and I used to go crabbing there all the time at like four in the morning, which I would never do now. But there you go. So, hey, you're listening to Career Talk. And we are taking your calls right now at 844-942-7866, talking all about military to civilian transitions. And so, Mike, we had only gotten halfway through your IGNITE acronym. And um, I think uh, when David called, he was talking about career fairs. And, and this is kind of the I in the IGNITE, the second I. Yeah, exactly. So we kind of tie it into perfectly because I is for identifying career fair tactics, techniques, and procedures on what you need to do when you're at a career fair or maybe even a networking event. And we teach you from a before, during, and after, uh, you know, perspective. And, uh, for instance, just quickly, uh, what you do before as far as the research and how to strategically uh, name and identify the companies that are going to be there by researching who's going to be there and then figuring out different opportunities that they're hiring for that you can qualify for and whether you want to apply ahead of time or not. And then during, what do you do when you're in line and you're waiting to go and you have your 30 seconds or so to talk to somebody? What, what you should be thinking about, what's the first icebreaker, uh, you know, as far as meeting somebody? And then lastly, what do you do on a follow-up? And so all that comes under identifying career fair tactics. And then under T is, uh, is translate and fireproof your resume. And so FIRE is an acronym that I created several years ago because I felt it was uh, resumes that I was seeing was all mostly job descriptions. So I created FIRE, and that's fact, impact, result, and effect. So it's FIRE, fact, impact, result, and effect. And what that means is it's based on achievements and accomplishments. And we brought 
uh, all your achievements, and we use qualitative numbers, uh, quali- quantifying numbers, qualitative uh, acronyms, and so forth, uh, and and words to showcase what your achievements were during those years that you going to highlight. We also categorize. So, for instance, it would be under project management, it would be under supply chain management, maybe under leadership, whatever it may be, and we and we categorize it that way so it's easy to read for the HR person. And we have so much success. Now, I didn't come up with this whole format of doing this. This was 15 companies that got together taking a look at what I proposed and gave me their feedback. And we created this, this fireproofing technique, and it's been working out fantastic. A lot of doors get open that way, and resumes are very easy to read. And it seems like we get a lot of good support on that as well. Fantastic. Do you have, um, before you go to your to your last letter, do you have, um, for people who are listening, do you have examples of those types of resumes on your website, Mike? Not on the website, but if they work with us, again, for free, we will work with them and, and help provide that. And so all we ask is, is uh, for that person to take the first cut at creating the resume with our template, and then we finish it because we want them to have a skin in the game and being able to help write their resume because soft skills are important as well, being able to communicate. And yeah. so we ask them to help us, you know, we go back and forth via email to help get the resume the way it should be. I would and, say um, for writing the resume to you, one of the most, um, you know, for anybody in a job search, um, that that should be a slightly difficult Actually, maybe more than slightly, a very difficult process because I think when you struggle with writing the resume, this is where you get a lot of your great interview answers. This is where you get a lot of your great networking um, conversation from because you really start to delve into what you've done and find ways to condense it in a way that has impact. So when you're having these conversations, whether it's networking or in the interview, or even when you're negotiating your salary, you have these accomplishments, you have this value add that you've worked very hard to put into this concise format that's one, maybe two pages that you can use in these other conversations. So I'm, I'm not a big fan of... Um, of having people write it for you because I think that struggle is so critical to the next few parts of your job search. And you can certainly tell when somebody has really taken the time to get to know themselves and to, to know how they want to present themselves in these conversations. So I think that's a really important piece of your model, Mike. Uh, it, it, it puts them, and we work together on it. So it, it creates a nice uh, conversation. And also we uncover a lot of things that they uh, they didn't even realize, and we didn't realize about that person as well. Then lastly is the E, and that's where we engage and explore. And we use speed interviewing, and that's five or seven minutes sitting down with an employer and uh, getting to know them and, uh, and talking to them about various things that they did in their career as well as the opening positions that they can possibly qualify for. So it's not a job fair. It's a chance to kind of sell yourself in a way in an informal environment, and it works. We also, part of that, part of that E is job shadowing. We have companies that would work with us and shadow for a couple of days, uh, one or two days, just to see what a career is like, and then interview at, after that. We find people get jobs that way as well because they get to know their personality and asking questions and so forth, and it's a one-on-one and with a subject matter expert in a career you want to be in, and people are able to then hopefully get an interview and do well that way as well. And then the other part of the E, there's three parts to the E, is entrepreneurship. And so we work with companies that offer entrepreneurship opportunities, whether it's getting into a franchise or owning your own company and what it takes to be a, to do that. And so we help people start to you know, qualify that to see if that's something they want to get into. So we help in that area as well. Mm-hmm. You're just so tuning that's, that's in? That's a nice strategy. You're listening to Career Talk, Sirius XM, Channel 111. If it's Thursday, noon Eastern, we're taking calls right now at 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. We're talking about military to civilian job search tactics, advice, tips. So if you have any to offer, you have a question, or maybe you are the loved one of a military and like to ask something or share a tip, we'd love to hear from you. 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. So I want to talk, Mike, about, um, you talk about job shadowing and this kind of speed interviewing. How can somebody recreate that if they're not able to to get to, for example, an event that you put on? How, how can somebody job shadow somebody in their... Um, Day to day. So what, the way we work it is, if someone's in uh, the gentleman that called from Atlanta, 
as an example. What we can do with him is he, uh, find out more about him and his goals and his what his skills are and where he's looking to get into. And then we pick out about 10 companies that are in the Atlanta area that we would contact from our New Jersey location and then work with those companies to offer an opportunity for him to get in there for a couple of days. And hopefully they'll buy into this, these companies, and most do because they want to hire a military person. And, and it's not, there's no cost to them. And, and so what they're looking at is, is as more of an informal or extended interview or informational interview in a way. And so they look at it in that way. So we can work with someone remotely uh, to do that. And so it works works just fine. We've had a lot of success with that. Well, that's, that's phenomenal, Mike. Hey, you're just tuning in. You're listening to Career Talk, and we're going to answer our pre-break quiz. Okay, so the Air Force is... F-117 fighter uses aerodynamics that were developed based on this. And Danielle is standing in for Dion today, which means you are in the hot seat, Danielle. Oh, my gosh. All the pressure he's usually under. I know. I know. And it's an animal. I gave you a hint. You did. Okay. I am going to go with a falcon. A falcon. No. (laughs) Oh, man. But that's okay. Dion would be proud. He, I wonder what Dion would have said. I, yeah, I, I I don't know. We'll just have to, I'll have to text him later and see what he would say. Michelle, <laughs> do you have an answer? I wish he would text me right now, actually. He's probably listening. Dion, text us and let us know your answer. <laughs> um, I'm going to say flying squirrel. A flying squirrel? Yep, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it kind of looks like it has the webbing... Uh huh. That's my guess. I, my, Maybe that would have been Dion's well, I'm gonna ask, answer. I'm gonna, that might have been Dion's answer. You might have stolen Dion's answer. He's texting right now. Flying squirrel. Mike. Mike. Do you know the answer? Well, you know it's not a flying squirrel, right? <laughs> Damn it. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing what you're what you're saying, but I'm thinking an eagle. No. Mm. No. I thought the bird was the obvious way to go. I know. That's why this yeah, is. That's, a, that's why this is a pre-break quiz question because it's right. non-obvious it's non-obvious um a bumblebee boo bumblebee <laughs> <laughs> mike's laughing because he's like that's not true no <laughs> <laughs> man i never would have guessed that i know that's why it's a pre-break quiz it's supposed to be hard yes apparently a the- bumblebee with three chromosomes a bit, yeah <laughs> And, and webbing, I guess. Um, the Air Force's F-117 fighter uses aerodynamics that were developed based on this. So the interesting thing about bumblebees um, is that uh, it's, it's funny because I talk about this in, in my book, which I'm going to give a plug for. Switchers, it's coming out in a month. So if you're looking to change careers, get on Amazon and pre-order that. And you'll learn more about bumblebees. Um, so essentially, the when the researchers looked at bumblebees, they thought they can't fly because their body is, is too big and, and heavy for their wings. But then when they learned more about how they flew, they actually took this research and it helped develop, apparently, the Air Force's F-117 uh, fighter. So there you go. Learning something new. Why not call it the bumblebee? Um, I don't know, Mike. Do you? <laughs> why does the Air Force... Really, I was thinking the eagle or the falcon, to be honest with you. I'd yeah, be see? Happy to see? Falcon was a good answer. So, yeah. So, okay. All right, Danielle, give yourself a half ding. <laughs> yes, appropriate. Appropriate. Oh, wow. That was the wrong button. but eight, Wrong button, but it's eight, too late for me now. Eight, four, four, and you're listening to Career Talk, um, not the Bumblebee Show. We're going to go to Brendan in California. Welcome to Career Talk. What's on your mind today? Hey, good morning. Uh, I've had a piece of advice as someone who's done the transition as a former Marine and still work in the defense industry. But what I would say is get to know the technology that's being used, Google Docs, uh, Slack, all these kind of programs that have free or are open source that are used in business every day. Because when you can put that on your resume and really explain it or use it well, uh, especially stuff like Excel, I know in my business that's something that we use every day. And you have to be able to say that you can do it and demonstrate it sometimes. So it's Take advantage of the free resources that are out there. Great tip, Brendan. Where can people learn this? So what what are some of the places um, that you would recommend? Are there websites? Are there are books? YouTube. YouTube has pretty much everything, or a lot of the, the software companies will have a free trial download. Yeah, and I think, um, I mean, there's there's a lot of 
you talk about, you know, the open classroom Coursera and, and these, you know, WebEx classes and even LinkedIn has a whole slew of, of courses on everything from technology to programming to all of the, you know, project management. A lot of a lot of military transition into project management roles and universities have these low cost or free certifications, the Project Management Institute certification. I mean, so these are resources and I agree with you, Brendan. It's talking about figure out what you want to do and then go get trained in it so that you, you come to the table with those skills are ready to offer. Mike, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think it's a fantastic uh, tip as well because uh, there's a lot of stuff that's free out there and a lot of courses that would be pretty hefty, you know, uh, registration fees that could be done, you know, online as well. And he's absolutely right. Uh, to have that capability on your resume and be able to, to demonstrate is, is also important. But there, there's uh, there's probably some websites that are available if you Google some of them, free, military, use a bull and search with some, you know, names in there. I'm sure some things will pop up. I know there's a PMP courses that are out there that um, – Project Management Professional, where they'll give you some free uh, free exposure on that. I'm not sure if the uh, exam is free, but I, I do know there's a lot of prep work that you can get for free. That's fantastic. So, um, Brendan, thank you so much for your service and for calling in with that tip. Uh, very, very helpful. So um, you're listening to Career Talk. And uh, as we kind of wind down, Mike, I'm curious, what are some of the, the key tips you have for people who start a new job in corporate? So what are some of the best ways to start out on the right foot? I think the, the really be honest with yourself and do a resume that, you know, you can be proud of. And, and that's one that has integrity. Don't lie in your resume. Um, put, put achievements on there that you you've done and you can you know back up as well. Uh, I, I think also uh, plan out your your time to look for a job search during it because people think that oh, I can find a job in maybe two months. It's a lot longer than people think. Uh, I, you know, if you're thinking it's two months, it's probably going to be six months. It's it takes time because interview processes today. There's so many candidates. It, it could take you know 30 days before you get onboarded. Uh, that's after one interview. So I think, you know, expectations that you need to really think about is get a good resume that you can be proud of and plan your transition, giving you the, the most time possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that theme has come up quite a bit on this show, Mike, to start early. And I think the other theme that I've, I've heard pretty consistently and we love on this show for all job seekers is the networking, is to really engage your networking. And the military has a phenomenal network. I mean, there are, there I think 7% of the, the population are veterans and they're, they're all over. They've landed in a, a variety of different companies. A lot of them started their own companies. So reach out, get to know them, job shadow, talk to them. They will help you get to the places that you want to be. So so don't forget to network both online as well as in person. So I want to thank you so much, Mike, for your service, for also starting this phenomenal nonprofit, Bridging the Gap, and for being a chief door opener to so many who are transitioning. Um, can you tell us one last time where people can reach you for more information? Sure. My, my email is mike at bridgingthegap.vet, or they can go to bridgingthegap.vet. Our website, and they can upload their resume. They can contact that way. Our phone number's on there as well, and we can actually engage them immediately. Fantastic. So thank you as well to Danielle standing in for Dion, uh, Michelle for making the show sound great, and, of course, to all of our veterans out there for your service and our current active military. Thank you for all you do. Each and every day, this show is was specifically and specially for you. So thank you also to all of our, our regular listeners and callers here on Career Talk, Sirius XM, Channel 111, powered by the Wharton School. We will see you next time. <laughs>